welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 88. All right, let's do it again for this Tuesday, December 27, 2022. So just a recap of what happened since last week is they they passed the omnibus bill and Biden signed it. And the only good thing I could pick out of that thing is that there is no more COVID mandates for the military. And they did that because if they didn't, they wouldn't get their $800 million funding. So, And to me, that just discredits this whole COVID-19 pandemic, because if it was something for safety, this vaccine, the military wouldn't flip-flop like this just for funding. You know what I mean? it's for safety, it's for safety. If not, then it's just uh, bullshit. And since that's $1.7 trillion under the bridge already, let's move on to this week's topic, which since the government's pretty much everyone's on vacation and the New Year's coming up, I decided to do an article at a New York Post on uh, Nostradamus and some predictions he has. The article is by Retta Wiggle at a New York Post. And the title is Nostradamus Predictions for 2023, An Antichrist Arrives, World War III, and the Monarchy Dies. As the year comes to a close, it's time to talk doomsday forecasts, my babies, and no one grips us with grim, quite like Nostradamus. Nostradamus, Nas if you're nasty, was a 16th century astrologer, astrologer, plague doctor, accused heretic, and bearded seer, that has been credited with foretelling the Great Fire of London, Hitler's rise to power, the September 11, 2001 attacks, and the COVID-19 pandemic, to name a few. Referred to as the prophet of doom, Nostradamus's bleak worldview is believed to have been shaped by heavy doses of the Old Testament and the trauma of losing his wife and young children to illness, presumably the plague. Unable to cure the ones he loved most, it seems he set out to forewarn the rest of the us through his revelations of ruin. Who is Nostradamus? With the publication of his famed book, Les Prophetates, in 1555, Nostradamus gifted the world and its future generations a quasi-poetic tome that predicts wars, pestilence, natural disasters, civil unrest, political assassinations, and other such sunny stuff. Heavy on language like blood rain, the book is an enduring classic, and with 2023 on the horizon, we're taking a look at what fury and hellfire lay in store. But first, a look back. Nostradamus's predictions for last year included the rise of AI, the conquering power of cryptocurrency, and a surge in cannibalism as a response to inflation. How'd he do? While Bitcoin has gone bust, inflation remains at an all-time high, and not for nothing, Dahmer... Monsters Netflix controversial ode to the famous flesh eater became the second most watched show in the network's history. With a bone toothpick in hand and weary eye on the year ahead, read on for our overview of Nostradamus's predictions for 2023. All right, first prediction the global warming and lots and lots of dead fish. In a fun little passage of imminent marine annihilation, Nostradamus predicts, quote, like the sun, the head shall sear the shining sea. The Black Sea's living fish shall all but boil, end quote. This one checks out. Folks, as recent research suggests, many of the most commonly eaten fish species could face extinction as a direct result of climate change, warming, i.e. boiling, the Earth's oceans. With one of humanity's major food sources in peril, maybe we'll take to eating each other after all. 
Next prediction is Buckingham Palace ablaze. Nostradamus predicted 2023 will see, and I quote, celestial fire on the royal edifice, end quote. Taken literally, this could mean a meteor is headed straight for Buckingham Palace, burning down the house, if you will. On a more metaphorical tip, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, who recently released a bombshell Netflix series detailing the dark deeds committed against them by the crown, have taken aim with a different kind of firepower, lighting up and tearing down the reputation of the royal, fa royal family as we know it. Third prediction, World War III. Nostradamus writes that 2023 will find the world embroiled in, quote, seven months great war, people dead through evil, end quote. This could apply, albeit a bit late to the firefight, to the devastating conflict in Ukraine, which thus far has been marked by war crimes and a heavy civilian death toll. In terms, the evil Nostradamus blames, hate-mongering, death-dealing Libra Vladimir Putin comes pretty close to personifying it. The prophecy points to the conflict escalating into a full-scale world war in the year to come, which given the nuclear arsenals at stake could equate to apocalyptic levels of destruction. But wait, it gets worse. Prediction 4. Antichrist cometh. Nas wrote that in or around 2023, the Antichrist very soon annihilates the three. 27 years his war will last. The unbelievers are dead, captive, exiled. With blood, human bodies, water, and red hail covering the earth. In a surprise to no one, the Antichrist is a dude with bloodlust, which means he could be lurking under the lies and necktie of any number of global politicians. With mention of war and unbelievers being quote-unquote dead, captive, or exiled, there's strong indication that the Antichrist could be Putin himself, though Elon Musk's Halloween costume and the Twitter response to it suggests that Madman is also in the running. As an aside, if the red hail covering the earth sounds anything like the album of the same name by Armenian jazz musician Tigran Hamasayan, it ain't so bad. Here's hoping 2023 won't be either. So there you have it from the New York Post, Nostradamus' predictions for 2023. Now, some of these stories are a little suspect to me because uh, the boiling oceans, uh, the World Economic Forum globalists, uh, they're trying to get us to eat bugs. Um, bug protein is the new thing. Obviously, cows are supposedly bad because, you know, they fart and they make methane and that contributes to climate change. So this whole ocean's boiling and killing all the fish which is a big food source for us. Uh, it's kind of a push to me to seem to like, uh, here, you'll eat bugs now, bug protein, which I will not be participating in. And then you have the other story about World War Three, the other prediction where they tie in evil Vladimir Putin, which that whole war is a scam and it's just gonna, it'll, it'll drag out, but it won't drag out for, you know, any other purpose is then to bilk the American taxpayer for more money into Ukraine. And they throw in nuclear war there to scare everybody, of course, to give up the more more tax dollars so there is no nuclear war. That's very funny how that works. Pay money, there will not be a nuclear war. Uh, I don't know. I don't see it. The prediction that surprised me the most was the coming of the Antichrist. And not that the Antichrist 
is coming didn't surprise me. But it surprised me that they didn't peg Donald Trump as the Antichrist in in this story because that's what the media always does. He's basically the Antichrist. Um, and they pegged, you know, Elon Musk or Putin as the Antichrist. Meanwhile, Putin's like this Orthodox Catholic, you know, dude. And they're painting him as the Antichrist, but whatever. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens in 2023 if any of those predictions come true. And now I have uh, Time's 2022 year in review. It's a four-minute clip. Just bear with me. It's a video. There's some, you know, dead spots, but you could get the the the, the tone of it. 2022 was the year like no other. As political shakeups took the global stage, we were reminded of the power of the ballot box. It's an honor to stand before you today uh, as the incoming House Democratic leader. Even as authoritarians tightened their grip, we continued to fight for justice and argue over what that means. When faced with war, we watched in horror as violence and hatred loomed. Doing this for a long time. I've been standing up against all the hate that I can for as long as I can, and I'm tired. This was their chance to go in and do what they were supposed to do, what they get paid to do by the people here in this community with our tax dollars. They made more than just a few mistakes. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? Calls for gun legislation became louder. We learned that there's power in protest. And that together, our voices are stronger. One year ago, Omicron had just been identified at that time. COVID-19 was killing 50,000 people each week. Last week, less than 10,000 people lost their lives. While we made great strides in our response to global health emergencies, there were drastic changes for many across the nation. three messages regarding the persistent assault on women's rights. Not here, not now, not ever. We continue to grapple with a fragile economy and a shakeup in the future of currency. This morning, we unsealed an eight-count indictment charging Samuel Bankman-Fried, FTX's founder, with a series of interrelated fraud schemes that contributed to FTX's collapse. 2022 was a year in which we wrestled with both free speech and hate speech, and were reminded of the dire urgency of the climate crisis. We are still clearly moving in the wrong direction. The global emissions gap is growing. The 1.5 degree goal is gasping for breath. This year, as voices and images demanded our attention for better, and worse. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven by clear and convincing evidence that Ms. Heard acted with actual malice? Answer, yes. We cheered as records were shattered. 
and legacies were cemented. Despite pushback, despite resistance, 2022 was a year in which we persisted. It has taken 232 years for a black woman to be selected to serve on the Supreme Court of the United States. Following years of uncertainty and a global pandemic that has proven to be one of the most challenging events in human history, we forged on, prepared to tackle what lay ahead. And as we continued to extract the possible from the impossible, this year taught us, above all, that our voices, no matter how big or small, can change the world. Now I apologize for that horrendous music bed they put under that. Now, if you played that to somebody in like the 1980s, do you think that would, you would probably think that's like Germany, like Cold War Germany era type stuff. And here we are. That is the United States. That does not sound like a prosperous, thriving country. This is what democratic leadership has brought this country to. This is no one else's fault. The only person you could blame is Joe Biden for this right now, this 2022. When the highlight of the year for a country is that protests are good, that country is not doing so well in general. Uh, third world countries under dictators protest. Uh, this is not a good direction this country's heading to. And just four years ago, this, this country was great. Uh, energy was cheap. People were working. Strong economy. And now look. Now look. Half of that clip was protests over some non, non-issue. Just drama for nothing. It really does sum up the mess that is the Joe Biden administration in this country and the Democratic Party, what they do to this country for their own personal game. All that stuff that happened in the clip does not benefit the people of this country. They are using you as pawns to push an agenda which is either a World Economic Forum agenda, they want to take your guns, they want, you know, they want to tell you what speech is right, killing babies is okay, just nonsense, just nonsense. Come to think about it, if you listen to that clip, it sounds like war, famine, and death. Joe Biden just made uh, Nostradamus' 2023 predictions come true in 2022, by the sounds of it. But I won't end this episode on such a drab note because it is the last episode of the year. And I would like to thank everyone who listened this year, um, whoever downloaded, liked, you know, it was, it's fun for me. Thank you for listening. I like doing this. Uh, like you heard in the clip, the free speech and hate speech, they want to tell you what is what. And that's not America. We have free speech. And if it offends somebody, offends somebody. You still have the right to say it. Might not agree with it, but you have the right to say it. So let's bring on 2023. Let's be aware of what's going on. And uh, with that, I would like to thank you. 
And my name is Anthony T. I am your host. This is the Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. It's a value for value podcast. Get yourself a podcasting 2.0 compliant app from newpodcastapps.com. Uh, you can stream Satoshis, which are little bits of Bitcoin. We don't take ads here. I don't take ads. Uh, a lot of podcasting 2.0 compliant uh, podcasts, they don't take ads. Uh, you get a lot of good information on them. So uh, please uh, look into that for 2023. If you're tired of all that nonsense we just heard before, uh, there's some good material out there and it's free or you can give a little value for it. Um, so thank you for joining me and I'll see you next year.